Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Tuesday. My afternoons seem like they have so much more time left in them. We're going to get to why in just a minute because it's going to explain a lot of our coverage here for the next couple of weeks. But thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a phenomenal weekend. Hope you have a great start to your week. We are broadcasting to you live from the ESPN Montana studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for the better part of 15 years. And proud to say so. Ton to get to today, like we do most Tuesdays. A couple of our familiar themes. We'll have our Treasure State Stars for the week, some of the best individual and team performances from around the state of Montana. We will also have some free Tagliari Deli for you the best sandwiches in the city of Missoula. And we have a return of one of my favorite guys to have a conversation with about anything, let alone business and sports, a business angle with Justin Angle. That'll be at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. The other stuff we got in the show today includes a continued breakdown of the schedules for Big Sky Conference teams. We got through all of the non-conference schedules last uh, week, giving you some of the games of the week that will then determine the results for the year. We're going to get into some of the um, conference games, specifically the last weekend of September then the first couple weeks of October. We also will continue our position group previews for both the Bobcats and the Grizzlies. And we have an interview with one of the newest Grizz, Cameron Guernsey, the son of record-setting wide receiver Scott Guernsey, a senior to be at Butte High, and the latest commitment to the Montana football program, I caught up with Cameron earlier today. So there you go. That's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. You want to stream the show? You want to listen to the show? ESPN Montana app is a great way to do it. So is ESPN Radio. So is SWX Montana Television. You can also head over to our station website, 1029ESPN.com, and check that out as well. If you want to get a hold of us, you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We have so much stuff to get to. Oh, I, I'm, I'm remiss to, to uh, say we actually have a guest in studio today, too, as we oftentimes do. But we'll be joined at 430 by Bryn Malloy. She is a friend of the show. She has come on 
several times in her former uh, capacity as the University of Montana Athletic Department Marketing Director. And now Bryn is working as a Director of Development at AWARE, which is a nonprofit here in town. She'll tell you more about it. They're having a big charity fundraiser golf tournament at the end of this month. So we'll look forward to getting some more details on that as well. Uh, but we had a ton to get to before she gets in here. So I guess we better get right to it. Uh, we're going to keep doing our position group previews as well as some of our best games. We got through the non-conference, which gets us to the conference opening weekend, which is the final weekend of September, September 24th. That's a homecoming weekend at the University of Montana. Portland State comes to town that day. Here's the way the rest of the league openers Look, in fact, there's one non-conference game on the 24th, Sacramento State playing at Colorado State, which is actually kind of intriguing. I don't know how good Colorado State's going to be this year. Colorado State's been better uh, lately. I I guess I shouldn't say that. Colorado State was really good with Sonny Lubick as the head coach for 19 seasons. They also had a recent good span when Jim McElwain was there before he then parlayed that into going to Florida. McElwain, of course, a Missoula native who played uh, football at Eastern Washington and then rose through the coaching ranks you know, most famously, uh, first as the OC at Montana State, then as an OC for uh, Nick Saban at Alabama, and then rose up to Colorado State. Got a shot at Florida. Now he's over there at Central Michigan. Not sure what Colorado State has. I know Sac State's good. That's an intriguing one. But probably the games, and here's the whole slate, and then I'll give you some of the games of this week. Montana State at Eastern Washington, Idaho at Northern Arizona, Idaho State at Northern Colorado, Portland State is in Missoula, And Weber State is at UC Davis. So there's actually three, I feel, really important conference games during this opening weekend. And don't don't get me wrong, all conference games are very important. But the games that are going to have the biggest influence on both the Big Sky title race and the playoff picture, Montana State at Eastern Washington, Idaho at Northern Arizona, and Weber State at UC Davis. Now, Weber has had the upper hand against UC Davis big time. Jay Hill has owned the Aggies. I think part of that is because UC Davis is such a hard prep because they run so many different formations. Dan Hawkins is such an outside-the-box coach. He runs so many different crazy trick plays. And Weber doesn't seem to really fall for any of that because Weber's just trying to take you out back and get in a street fight and beat you 17-14. to And so you wonder if that's part of it. Also, Davis has tried to have – I mean, they've had high-flying offenses since – Dan Hawkins returned there to his alma mater. Although this year, I think they're going to have the opportunity to really run the ball at a high level, which they kind of sneakily have the last couple of years. But Alonzo Gilliam back as the preseason player of the year there for Davis. He's a senior running back, uh, All-American caliber. And then I think that Davis, as I've said previously on this show, has one of the best offensive lines in the league, especially in terms of their individual talent. Connor Pedick, the best center in the league. Uh Jake Parks, the best offensive guard in the league. So they got a good interior there on the offensive line. But that's going to be an interesting sort of litmus test matchup for both those teams. Davis was a playoff team last year. Weber was not a playoff team last year for the first time in six years. So a prove-it game right out the gates there in California. Montana State, Eastern Washington. Uh, I think that last year in Brent Vegan's first year, the Bobcats got it rolling a little bit early, and then they really got it rolling. And when they won at Weber State in October... People were, I think that was an eye-opener for, for followers of the Big Sky Conference. Wow, okay. You know, there was sort of this uh, narrative that they got off to a great start under Brent Vegan, but there, there, was some, there were some skeptics that said, okay, well, game one was against Wyoming where Vegan had been for seven years, so he knew a little bit of the tricks of the trade, knew a little bit of the secrets there in Laramie. Then the rest of the non-conference, not that challenging. A couple early conference games, not that challenging. But when the Cats went and beat Weber in Ogden, people that are not, you know, Bobcat faithful recognized. They started to believe. Then when they went and held Eric Berry and the Eastern Washington Eagles, who were averaging 45-plus points per game to 20 points and one in Cheney, oh, man, maybe Montana State's actually a real playoff contender, and then they kept on rolling from there. Obviously, they had uh, the loss in Missoula, but there was a lot of eye-opening performances by MSU. But again, I think this is an opportunity for Montana State to prove some haters wrong as they go on the road to play at Eastern Washington. Eastern is going to be coming off of an unbelievably tough non-conference schedule that includes going to Florida and going to Oregon and also hosting Tennessee State at home. Where's their confidence level at? Uh, It's going to be a big matchup. 
on both sides. But then the third game I highlighted, Idaho at Northern Arizona. Now, Idaho has had a lot of issues since they came back to the Big Sky Conference. Talent is far down the list of the issues that Idaho has had in terms of their their success or lack thereof. New head coach in Jason Eck, the former South Dakota State offensive coordinator, brought his former quarterback from SDSU with him, who by all accounts is an electric playmaker. So how does that influence Idaho's trajectory? And then NAU... It's a huge game for NAU because if they can get this one in flag, then I think they have an opportunity to be heavily favored in three of their next four, maybe even four of their next five. But a, a win over Idaho would then give them an inside track to have a winning record in league play. And then if you could get one you know, against one of the top contenders like Weber State or Montana State, maybe you're a playoff team if you're NAU. So I do think that that's sort of a tone setter there uh, with the Vandals. Uh, going to NAU. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Houghton, our producer, uh, in the back. What do you think? Uh, am I, uh, do you have any any affinity for any of these other games I didn't mention, or is there, is there anything I, I'm missing in terms of the matchups that I did highlight? Well, I think we've talked a little bit about Portland State and Montana being potentially um, potentially a tough game for the Grizz. Portland uh, State's going to come in here ready to roll. It's just a matter right. of can they stack up talent-wise and depth-wise with Montana. But Bruce Barnum is not scared. He won in Missoula the last time he was here. That just happened to be four years ago. That's right. Um, and I really do like that Idaho and Northern Arizona game because it's really rare where you get a game that early in the season, the first week in the conference play, where you get a chance to to learn a lot about two teams that I'm not sure that we know a lot about or that we certainly have questions about going into the season. I think if I had to pick one that week, and I know those two teams are probably not the caliber of like a Weber State-UC Davis matchup, but if I had to pick one game to watch that weekend, I, I would go for Idaho and Northern Arizona because you're just going to come out of that game with so much knowledge about how the conference is going to play out this year. Oh, like Bo Baldwin, the longtime Eastern Washington and now Cal Poly head coach, his, one of his famous quotes is, half the teams in the country lose every weekend. And it's true. That's why it's so hard to win 10 games or to go undefeated because half the teams in the country lose every weekend. But in the FCS and in the big sky, when you lose, where you lose, how you lose, but more importantly than all that, how you respond after you lose is the most important thing. We've only, I mean, it's only about 20% of the time over the last 25 years that the conference champion in the Big Sky goes undefeated. Most often, the conference champion goes 7-1 and one in league play. And that's why there's been so many co-champions. So if you play your toughest conference game week one, or one of your to- toughest conference games week one, and you lose... How does that set the tone for the rest of your conference season? That's what we got with Montana State and Eastern Washington. That's what we got with Weber State and UC Davis. I don't think, though, that the winner of either of those games is just fast-tracked to the playoffs. And I don't think that the loser of either of those games is somehow derailed from the playoffs. Although, if Eastern Washington is sitting there at 1-3 and after that game, it's definitely an uphill battle. But I don't think you're right. I don't think we're going to learn nearly as much about either of those teams unless, you know, maybe if Montana State goes to Cheney and just waxes Eastern, maybe you do learn a little something. But I do think we're going to learn more about that Idaho-Northern Arizona game. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Give me some of the games of the week throughout the Big Sky Conference. We'll get through a couple more weeks here. We're going to keep doing this until we get the schedule done. But I also want to do some position group previews, and we do have – a hard out here because Bryn Malloy uh, from Aware, a great nonprofit here in town that's hosting a fundraiser golf tournament. She'll be in studio uh, here in about 15, 20 minutes. So we look forward to having Bryn on the show. But let's turn the page to October, quite literally on my outline and figuratively on the calendar. October 1st slate of games includes Sac State at Cal Poly, Montana at Idaho State, Northern Colorado at Idaho. UC Davis at Montana State on ESPN2. I guess it's actually flexed between ESPN2 and ESPNU, but a nationally televised game uh, in the evening in Bozeman, 8-15 kickoff. I'm going to be sleepy boy that weekend uh, with Davis coming to town. It's been a minute. I don't know, actually, if Dan Hawkins has been in Bobcat Stadium since he's been the head coach at UC Davis because of the unbalanced schedule. 
Oh, and at my mistake, I thought that Eastern actually played their last non-conference game at Florida before conference play started, but instead it's on the first. So Eastern plays at Florida in, in the swamp, and then NAU plays at Portland State. I think actually this is one of these weekends where a lot of the real contenders get to play a lot of the non-contenders, and so the, the game that jumps out to me is easy. It's one game and one game alone. It's the night game in Bozeman with UC Davis coming to town and uh, Montana State uh, hosting Hawk for, I believe, the first time since he's been back at Davis. Yeah, and what a great matchup, particularly coming off you know, the matchups that they have the previous week. They're, they've got two tough games the previous week, and we'll just see how those teams come into that game. Are, there, are they going to be licking their wounds? I mean, is is Montana State going to come off a tough loss in Cheney and have to go in and host UC Davis in primetime? So that one will be really interesting. Not a lot else to pick from this week. I'll probably tune into Eastern Washington at Florida for a minute or two. Just to see. Just to, what just think, to see. What do you think the spread is going to be? Over or under 50 points? Under, under, but 42, you know, <laughs> for sure. something like that. Man, um, and I might bet the over. And I'm not even hating on Eastern. I, I was texting with a, a loyal listener of ours about this today. And I was saying, hey, you know, playing a Power 5 is a tall task, no matter what. Playing Kansas State and Iowa State, you're going to be at a huge disadvantage. Playing Washington, you're at an even di- bigger disadvantage than those last two schools I just named. That's all way different than playing Florida in the swamp. I, I mean, I don't even know... Florida's probably a middle-of-the-road SEC team this year. Maybe they're a top-five team in the SEC. I don't really know. It's Florida, man. Like, the level of athlete difference is just going to be astounding. Off the charts. I mean, like, Eastern has had so many great players. Like, Callen Kreiner from last year. I know he's graduated from last year's squad. But if that dude gets matched up on whoever's Florida's slot, and let's be clear, Florida's slot receiver the last three times they've had one has been Percy Harvin and... You know, the other kid who's going to start for the New York... I mean, these guys are first-round draft picks. It's, it's not not the same level of football. So, I mean, it will be interesting. I'll probably tune into that one as well. But I, I think you're right. It's going to be so interesting, the Montana State-Davis game, not only because that's a primetime matchup in Bobcat Stadium on national TV under the lights. It's also, though, going to be so interesting seeing what those two teams do the week before. If they're each coming off losses, if they're each coming off wins, if it's one or the other, there's a, there's a lot of momentum to be had. But let's say either one of them is coming off a loss. That's an enormous game because you can't start 0-2 in Big Sky play if you're trying to be a playoff contender. Uh, Big Sky Conference games of the week. Let's go to October 8th. Here's your slate on the 8th. Northern Colorado is playing at Sac State. Lincoln College, which is in California... Is playing at Portland State. I think that Barney will probably win that one. Uh, Eastern Washington is playing at Weber State. Idaho State plays at Montana State a week after hosting Montana. And then Cal Poly plays in Northern Arizona. So this is, again, not that powerhouse of a slate. I do think that the the Montana schools, uh, I guess the Grizz have a bye that week. And Montana State with Idaho State coming to town after Idaho State most likely gets wrecked by the Grizzlies the week before. Probably a pretty good matchup for MSU. But what are they coming off of? Are they, are they on a 2-0 start, riding momentum? Are they on a 1-1 start? I don't know. But the, the one game you highlight here on this schedule is Eastern Washington at Weber State. Because, again, Eastern might be sitting there at 1-3 or 0-4, like literally in playoff mode must win. And Weber might be sitting there sitting pretty, or they might be coming off of a bye after a loss, depending on what happens with UC Davis. So I think that, that's an intriguing game. And the chess match between sort of the dichotomy of styles of Eastern Washington and Weber State over the years has always been a very compelling one. All I know is the only game I ever covered that Cooper Cup played in in which he didn't go all the way off and had like 200 yards receiving and a couple touchdowns was against Weber State. They're the only team that could ever even come close to keeping him in check. So uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup there in Ogden. Well, that's right. And that's exactly what you're talking about when you're talking about the clash of styles. I mean, that really is sort of a, a push and pull, a tug of war to see, you know, who's going to have that game be played on their own terms. I think last year, Weber State got him and I sort of held him down in a low-scoring game. If Eastern Washington can can up the tempo in that game and force Weber State out of their comfort zone, it's just an interesting thing to watch. I mean, that game's potentially intriguing. Eastern Washington, though, is also potentially not even in playoff contention anymore after that game, depending on really how that Montana State game 
uh, at the end of September goes, I know Idaho State will probably be hoping that Montana State has won a couple games and been rolling with some momentum because Mon- an 0-2 Montana State hosting Idaho State uh, in Bozeman, that one could get ugly if, if, if Montana State just takes out all their frustrations on the Bengals. Uh, other than that, don't see a, a ton that week. That's probably going to be the weekend I go hunting, Coulter. I <laughs> gotta love it. Devon is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to change the conversation for a minute because our guest is here. So we'll get to Bryn Malloy from Aware. Uh, they're hosting a charity golf tournament there at the Missoula Country Club on uh, September 28th. So we'll get some more info about that as well as the organization as a whole here uh, in about 15 minutes. But let's continue our uh, we'll, we'll, and we'll finish the rest of October and November, uh, the rest of this week as well. If you have questions, comments, concerns, what do you think is the Big Sky Conference games of the week? What games are you interested in? What questions do you have about the Big Sky? Text us 406 888 1029. That's 888 1029, and you can uh, get involved in the conversation. But let's uh, let's do one more position group preview here. Yesterday, we started breaking down the position groups for the Bobcats and the Grizzlies. Here's how the game works. Andrew just names the position group. I rattle through the guys. They're going to be the primary contenders to play at those positions. And uh, we just go through it for both the Cats and the Grizz. So yesterday we did wide receivers and defensive line. Andrew, just give me one position group today, and we'll get that rolling. Uh, Running backs. All right, running backs for the um, Montana Grizzlies. All signs point to Marcus Knight being back to full strength. Uh, they've been really taking it easy on him during all the offseason stuff to try to keep him healthy. And if he's back, he's going to be one of the best running backs in the conference, one of the best running backs in the country. He was an All-American in 2019. He's waited for years, quite literally, to get it back on the field. But I also think that last year, him being out, is going to this year then give the Grizz great depth at running back because they had a lot of guys get reps. Nick Osmo missed most of last year after having a great freshman year in 2019 as sort of the power back for the Montana offense. He'll certainly be in the mix for carries. Xavier Harris had a phenomenal freshman season last year out of Oxnard, California. Rushed for over 100 yards two different times and uh, looked like he was a really good playmaker when he was healthy. And then Isaiah Childs is a guy that is at the very least a functional running back as well. The other guy that I wouldn't sleep on, and I know that they're going to really try to redshirt as many, if not all, the freshmen that they possibly can. But one of the guys that looks amazing physically to me is Eli Gilman. And it's not surprising that that's the case. He was the Minnesota Player of the Year. A huge get for the Grizz in recruiting. And if there's one spot where you can play early, easily on offense, it's running back. So if he was in the mix, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. But I do think that if Marcus Knight is the headliner, and you also have now not only talented but experienced backups like Nick Ostmo, Isaiah Childs, and Xavier Harris. Now you got a group of four guys that are pretty darn good. At Montana State, Isaiah Fonse is best running back in the conference. I've been saying it since he's a sophomore. I've never backed down from it. He's ne- never done anything but prove me right. Yet all the wear and tear is has caught up with him. He had... Uh, I think two knee procedures since the last time he hit the field there at the national championship game uh, in January. He is, as Brent Vegan said, quote, month to month. I, if I, I can almost guarantee you, Fonse will not play any time in September. I would also be very surprised if he played any time in October. I think their plan is to try to slow play it and get him back for November and then see what happens. With Fonse out, I think Montana State's offense will change Fundamentally, you don't have your bell cow workhorse running back there. I mean, Afonso had 900-yard rushing games last year, including two of them where he went over 200 yards. So he was unbelievable. He also had multiple 30-carry games, which in this day and age in modern football is just totally unheard of. I think they know – I think that they sort of – regret's the wrong word. I think that they learned something from giving Afonso almost 300 carries last year. It's not sustainable for him or anybody else. So I do think, though, the offense is going to look a lot different. And I also think, though, that that might be – it's not a good thing. It's never going to be a good thing to lose the all-time leading rusher in your school's history or a guy who's a first-team All-American. But I do think they can have a different style of running back, which also might give them a different style offensively. Kagan Williams, who's a graduate transfer from San Diego State, who's a very good all-purpose back, can catch the ball in the backfield. He's way more of a slasher than Afonso, way faster than Afonso. 
He's going to be sort of the front runner. But Elijah Elliott was great as a freshman when he was healthy a year ago. Can he stay healthy? We have some sound from Elliott that we'll play for you probably sometime next week. But really interesting kid, really good kid. And uh, a guy who he, he talked about, it. he said, I, I know that my, the thing that held me back last year was not being able to stay healthy. So I did my best to work on that, that element of his game. But then the other guy, and this is a guy that I always stand on the table for, Huntley Project's finest. It's Lane Sumner. Now, sometimes it drives me a little crazy. Like, I get the Lane Sumner's from a Class B school. Okay? I get it. I also get that he's a five foot nine guy who, if you saw him walking down the street in his Wranglers and his boots, you know, you think he'd, maybe he's a saddle bronc rider or a, a, a bull rider. I don't think you'd think he's a Division one running back. But you always hear, you know, kind of the cliche, Lane Sumner's faster than you think. No, he's not. Lane Sumner's straight fast. Lane Sumner is really fast. Lane Sumner was a state champion in the 100 meters. I mean, he ran 11 flat as, as, as in the 100 meters of the Class B state championship his senior year. I mean, when Jeff Choate was the head coach of Montana State, they used to have this, uh, what they, it was like an elimination type race where they would run gassers to see who was the fastest guy at their camps. Sumner won that flat out. That's what got him a scholarship at MSU. People also forget during that 2019 season when Afonso was hurt, Logan Jones was hurt, they turned to Lane Sumner. Lane Sumner had two 100-yard rushing games when he was, uh, you know, years ago. I think he was a redshirt freshman at that time. I don't even, I can't remember his eligibility. Maybe a sophomore. He was hurt last year. But all I know is, like, let's say the worst-case scenario plays out for MSU. Aponte's out. Kagan Williams either can't hack it or can't stay healthy. Elliott can't stay healthy. If you're just left with Lane Sumner, you're not just left with anything. Lane Sumner is a legitimately good player in the Big Sky Conference. So I think Montana State has a lot of depth at running back, but I also think Montana has a lot of depth at running back. You want to know why? Because I think almost every school has a lot of depth at running back. It's it's the easiest position to recruit because the, there's so many different body sizes. It's the one position where the prototype of what you think you got to get hasn't completely skewed the guys that they're recruiting. Like now, you would never recruit the 6'2 offensive lineman because it doesn't fit your prototype. Whereas you can get running backs that are 6'2, you can get running backs that are 5'7 and everything in between. And there's just a lot more talent. I also think that guys come to the Big Sky Conference because they want to be ultimately, they want to be productive. And that's why you got guys like Josh Davis, who's Utah Gatorade Player of the Year at Weber State. And Isaiah Ponce is the Washington Gatorade Player of the Year at Montana State. And, you know, Marcus Knight was a three-star recruit coming out of Citrus College at the JC level. So uh, that's all to say. I think there's a lot of depth at running back at the Montana schools. I think both schools are going to be very good, both because of their headliner and because of the guys they have behind them. And uh, I also think that that's just the, the, the position that's the richest in talent right now, maybe probably just across college football, honestly, because there's just so many good running backs out there. There's so, such an opportunity for you to have so many good backs uh, in your offense. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. We'll come back to Big Sky Conference Games of the Week and more position group previews later on this week, later on this month. But right now, I'll take a break. We'll be back in just one minute. Bryn Malloy of AWARE, a local nonprofit. Having a fundraiser golf tournament at the Missoula Country Club later this month. She'll tell us more. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences. 
in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I should have known we were going to go old school like that. I, 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 you know, I try to curate the playlist for the guest. Our next guest, Brynn Malloy, joining us in studio. I thought, you know, maybe some throwback country would be good. I mean, she's a Montana girl. But then, you know, of course, Andrew, the good producer, he asks her what she wants. Of course, we're going to go with a little T.I. Reminds you of the Grizz running out of the stadium, right? Yes, a flashback to my former life. But I, I, good, country's good, too. That would have been fine. I love it. Well, Bryn has joined us on this show several times in the past in a previous capacity when she was the uh, head of marketing there at the University of Montana Athletic Department. But now, last couple of years in a new role uh, at AWARE, we're going to get into what you guys do as an organization. But first, just uh, tell people about the transition. I mean, has it been sort of strange getting out of sports? It has. It's been really fun and a great, you know, professionally sure. speaking, really great to try something new. It's marketing and fundraising, which is marketing and fundraising, but for a human services organization. Totally. So big jump there, but it's been really fun being a fan again. I've, you know, grown up loving sports and being a Grizz fan and it, at the end there of my time with athletics, I was watching my family enjoy all the games in the stands right. and like, oh, you know what? I'm missing out on things. So when last you, year was a blast. So when you went to a Grizz game last year as a fan, that was the first time since when you had done that? Because you worked at the university for a really long time, right? You're going to age me here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that was like my first time going to a game as a fan since my... Sophomore year of college. Holy cow. Because I was, I worked in the athletic Because you started working in college, mm -hmm. right? And then yep. worked there forever. Okay, well, yep. cool. Well, congratulations on your new gig. Let's talk about it. Tell people about AWARE. What do you guys do? We are a nonprofit. We're statewide. We serve people with mental health and or developmental disabilities um, and truly birth to death. So... Uh, we're big organization statewide, nearly 800 employees. Not many people know about us, but we do really fantastic work. So here I am trying to spread the word about what we do. When you when you are uh, I don't, acquires the wrong word when you're seeking out people to help, or I guess how do how do you find people to help, or how do people find you? How's the relationship of kind of connecting with you with your organization? Because it seems like. If people knew about you that needed the help, they would certainly want to. So, I mean, what is the process like to kind of get in touch with the right clientele? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, in all of our major communities, we have offices, but most of right now, most of our clients come to us from referrals. Uh, so, we have school-based referrals. We have community care and treatment doctors refer folks to us. We have a really cool new program that we um, got a federal grant for um, about $4 million last, last year, and it's family-focused cool. wraparound care. So, we take referrals. We reach out. We have teams that go out in the communities and are seeking out folks who need the help. Um, so, it's, you know, truly, we say wraparound care, but it is wraparound because people can come to us or we go to them, but we're really client-focused, client-first. Well, very cool. Bryn Malloy from Away in studio with us here on Nuanas Now. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television or on the new ESPN Montana app, no matter how you're doing it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Aware has a golf tournament coming up September 28th at the Missoula Country Club, Scramble Style, so always fun out there uh, at MCC. Tell people about the tournament, both from just a logistics standpoint, but also uh, just what it's raising money for. Obviously the organization, but just uh, the specifics of it. Yeah, of course. Our mission is to help people live independent lives, which is pretty broad, but we're trying to you know help those mental health and developmental disabilities um, live whatever independent lives looks like to them. So all the proceeds from this event will directly benefit the people we serve. Um, we'll try and keep a lot of it here in Missoula, but of course we're statewide, so we'll spread that out. But it's September 28th, shotgun start at 10 a.m. Right now, the early bird discount has passed, so right now to register a team at $700. However, if you're a friend of the show, I'll give you a discount code. So, I love it. Uh, Aware MCC will get you $100 off a team registration. And you can register online at www.aware-inc, 
with a C, inc-org or dot org slash golf. So I'll say that again since I messed that up. It was aware-inc.org slash golf. And that has all the information. If you're not a golfer, it's okay. It's all about having fun. That's why you do a scramble. Yep, exactly. Scramble, friendly scramble. We're very key on the friendly scramble. Uh, but there's also whole sponsorships or um, opportunities to donate prizes for a great cause. So September 28th is a Wednesday. So I'm sitting here, you know, going through my schedule in my head. I think I might have to figure out a way to get a team. But you guys should all get a team as well. Yes. Uh, Bryn Malloy from Aware, their annual charity golf scramble coming up at MCC. That's Missoula Country Club on September 28th. Uh, what else do people need to know about this? Oh man, if you if you or somebody in your family needs help, send send them our way. You can reach us at aware-inc.org or call 406-563-8117. If we don't have the service to help, you know, you with whatever, we will help you find the right service for you. So, like I said, we're about helping the client first. So, well, very good information. Oh, we got to talk sports for a second. Oh, please, yes. What are you thinking about the Grizz this year? Have you followed it much? Bobby Houck is pulling a Bobby Houck right now. He's trying to keep everything under the close to the vest, but I've been down to practice a couple of times and they look pretty good. I have not been down to practice. I need to sneak down there, but yes, I've, I've got a good feeling about this year. It should be fun. It just seems like there's a lot of momentum in the community though. I mean, you're from Missoula. You worked there at the athletic department for a long time. And I think that uh, everybody that works in the, the realm of sports that is also overlaid with the business and the education part of it, you realize so heavily how much the, the success, of the, the success of the Grizz matters in Missoula on so many different levels. So I think that, it, you know, it just, it spreads throughout the community. Everybody's in a lot better mood. We saw a lot more advertising when the Grizz are good because people just want to talk about the Grizz. <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. And I love what the university is doing too and with the paint, paint the town maroon, you know, mm-hmm. active efforts to really build up the excitement for everything, for the university, but for athletics too. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> Have you had any other fun sports trips lately? Yes, sir. I went to Boston. I, I think saw, I knew that. Yep. I um, splurged on some real good seats at Fenway. Nice. That was pretty fun. Was that your first time? You're a big Red Sox fan. Big Red Sox fan. No, not my first time, but first time in a long time. Totally. So that was fun. How's Fenway? I mean, what's the best part? What's the, what's the funnest thing about it? Oh, I think just the history, just being there, the the atmosphere is pretty great. The drinks are expensive. For sure. The food is expensive, but the the atmosphere was so worth it. Well, very cool. I saw a picture maybe you got in the dugout. Is that right? We were right above the dugout. (laughs) I love it. Well, (laughs) well, very cool. Ben Malloy from Aware joining us uh, in studio one more time. It's September 28th at MCC. That's the Missoula Country Club, their annual charity golf scramble. Uh, give people the website one more time so they can uh, go get registered if they are so inclined. Aware-inc.org slash golf will take you right to the golf info. All you got to do is just Google Aware. It's easy, and it'll take you right there. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Bryn Malloy in studio. Thanks for being here. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Treasure State Stars coming up. Plus, we got some free tag Larry Deli for you. Keep it right here. You is now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. I guess we're supposed to call them the Chicks now because uh, formerly, the artist formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, they changed their name, and I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff behind it. We just obey the rules around here. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Tuesday. Hope you're having a phenomenal start to your week. Let's dive into some Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, one of the best places in all of western Montana to get a loan. Because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. 
Treasure State star number one, a melancholy, if not sad, Treasure State star to get things kicked off this week. Tom Weiskopf passed away earlier this week. Weiskopf is a guy who has uh, made a huge impression on Montana. He's designed many golf courses around this state and around the country and around the world. He's also known as an all-time great golfer. He was a 16-time victor on the PGA Tour. He won the British Open and also finished as a runner-up in several majors throughout his great career in the 70s and the 80s. As his obituary read, Tom Weisskopf's golf skill, though, went far beyond his victories on the PGA Tour and his major championship triumphs. He was always candid, often outspoken, and unfailingly accurate in the television booth. He found even greater success designing golf courses. Tom Weisskopf died Saturday at his home in Big Sky, Montana, at the age of 79, Weisskopf was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in December of 2022. So uh, happy trails and uh, a life well lived uh, from Tom Weisskopf, a guy that has designed several of the most prominent and uh, prestigious courses here in the state of Montana. Treasure State star number two, Cameron Guernsey. He's a Butte High School senior to be and a recent commitment to the University of Montana football team. He also happens to be the son of Grizz record-setting wide receiver Scott Guernsey. Rather than ta- tell you all about Guernsey's accomplishments other than just committing to Montana, we'll save it because he's joining us in about 45 minutes. So stay tuned. Cameron Guernsey from Butte High School will uh, come on the show about 5.30. So look forward to that. Number three Treasure State star, Josh Hustis. He is one of the only first-round draft picks ever out of the state of Montana. He was drafted out of Stanford, so he wasn't actually drafted out of the state of Montana into the NBA. But he was a guy that played at Great Falls CMR High School and uh, then went to Stanford, had a great career. He was drafted in the first round by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, he has since retired from professional basketball, and recently Josh created the Houston Foundation with a goal to do positive things and provide enriching opportunities to the youth of Montana. The uh, nonprofit has begun raising money for their inaugural Montana Elite Invitational Tournament, which will take place May 28th and 29th. That's next May at Carroll College. Uh, This is going to be some of the best basketball talent from around the state of Montana. And uh, it should be really, really fun. A great way for kids to get exposure, a great way for competition, a great thing for fans to engage in. And so I just think it's cool. Josh Eustace is the same high school class as my little brother. And... uh, he was amazing to watch. He was He's one of those guys where you saw him for the first time and you just knew he was special. It wasn't just the physical gifts. I mean, he's 6'7", long, lean, runs well, jumps high, you know, all the things you'd want in a guy that's going to be an NBA first-round pick. But it, he had a lot of metal upstairs, too. He had, he's had sort of that blue-collar CMR mentality. Uh, also, though, he just processed it at a very high level. It always seemed like he was seeing the game at a superior level to a lot of people. And I I think it's great when Montanans have pride in being from Montana and they come back to Montana and they try to enrich the lives of the communities that they come from. So congratulations and great job, Josh Eustace. Speaking of a couple guys that are showing out for their hometowns and for this state, Treasure State star number four, a pair of former Bobcats who are now balling in the NFL, Lance McCutcheon and Troy Anderson. McCutcheon, we've talked about a lot. I was texting with Lance earlier today. He will join us on this show. I just can't tell you when. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a little busy. <laughs> he's trying to make the squad. He said they're just coming and going all over the place. Never know when he might have to have a, a meeting or a rehab sesh or whatever. So Lance will join us soon. A Bozeman High product who had a record-setting senior year last year at Montana State. Uh, just a matter of when. Uh, but he's been balling for the Los Angeles Rams. He got two touchdowns during his preseason debut. He had another 29-yard catch that was a highlight reel-style catch uh, earlier this week. So he's doing great. Looks like he has an inside track to make that roster. And then Troy Anderson made his preseason debut last night for the Atlanta Falcons. And it was a surreal experience for me because I, I truly thought and proclaimed on the Big Sky Breakdown podcast and on these uh, radio waves that I thought that Troy Anderson was an NFL talent the very first time I ever saw him on a football field. That was five years ago. That was at 2017, so that was six years ago. 
But to actually see it, to have it affirmed, uh, it was vindicating. It, It really was. So, good for him. You know, he. I watched the game sort of passively after I watched the first series. You know, just to sort of absorb the experience. Then I watched the game a little bit passively. But they definitely talked about him specifically, Troy Anderson. Theo Riddick uh, praised him and praised his athleticism and praised the draft pick by the Atlanta Falcons as well. So uh, we'll see what he what he does become. But it was a. Uh, it was pretty cool seeing Troy Anderson there on the field and, you know, running out there with the starters, looking like, you know, he belonged all day long. I, you knew it was true. We all knew it was true. But to see it actually in its reality is just like, all right, man, he did it. He made it. Treasure State Star, number five, Treasure State Stars, by the way, here on Nuana's Now, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union is a great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State star number five is Doug Fraley. He's the new Grizz track and field coach. And uh, I'm we're efforting we're, and likely going to have Doug Fraley on the show on Friday. So uh, for those following along, I'll be out at Canyon River Golf Club on Friday. They have their Grizzly Scholarship Association fundraiser. Unfortunately for me, I do not get to play in said fundraiser. But fortunately for me, I'll be hanging out there pretty much all day. And uh, maybe I'll see a lot of you out there. It's also going to be sort of a central location for me to get a bunch of great interviews. So we expect to hear from Doug Fraley, the new Grizz track and field coach. We also expect to hear from Travis DeCure, the University of Montana men's basketball coach, Allison Lawrence, the University of Montana volleyball coach, and uh, probably Greg Sundberg, the head of the Grizzly Scholarship Association as well. We got a a bunch of familiar faces all in one spot. So, you know, we'll kind of catch up with all of them and uh, we'll play those for you. Uh, on the show on Friday, but that will be the be- debut, at least hopefully, uh, of Doug Fraley, the new track coach there uh, at the University of Montana. And finally, Treasure State star number six. I think this is a it's a good story. In fact, it's a great story. Jory Choate is the son of Jeff Choate, and that's the number one thing that people reference when they talk about Jory Choate. And sometimes, you know, who came before you can give you a boost in life, but sometimes also, though, it sort of overshadows the individual themselves. And I think that when Jory Choate was coming out of Bozeman High, he was a first-team All-State performer and a great player for the Hawks. He was very productive. Uh, he had a great senior year. And he earned his way onto the Montana State roster as a, a preferred walk-on. Caveat, because obviously his, head, his dad was the head coach, so probably gets some sort of tuition break or a fee waiver or whatever. But still, he earned his way on the roster. He, he was... He was certainly deserving of, of being a guy on the 95-man roster at MSU. But then when Jeff Choate moved on from Montana State, a lot of people wondered, what would Jory Choate do? What was his future? And make no mistake, it wouldn't be very easy playing for your dad, especially if Jeff Choate's your dad or if Bobby Houck's your dad, like Robbie Houck's playing for Montana right now. But I think it would be even harder for you if your dad is Jeff Choate and then Jeff Choate leaves. Now you have a bunch of doubters. Now you have a locker room of some guys that maybe didn't play for your dad or didn't like playing for your dad or, or whatever. But Jory Choate stuck it out. And earlier this week, Brent Vegan, Montana State's head football coach, announced that Jory Choate has been awarded a scholarship. And now in his senior year. So uh, perseverance and patience pays off. Good for Jory Choate. Uh, it's certainly a, a great story. And, uh, you know, To me, being an All-American, being an All-Conference player, being a guy that people remember for a really long time, being a guy that people talk about when they're at the local and waterhole, that's all great, but that's all the icing on the cake for what this is supposed to be all about. Sports are supposed to be about doing the best you can, trying to do the best you can when your best is needed, learning to win, but also learning to lose. Learning that you can work as hard as you possibly can, and it still might not work out. And guess what? If you gave your best, that's okay. And so Jory Choate is a guy that, again, probably still will always be remembered as Jeff Choate's son first. But he did it. He got to the end of his career, and he got himself a scholarship, and he has a chance to play a role on this Montana State football team that's a top-four team. He plays on special teams. He's going to be on the depth chart. He's one injury away. He'll probably play in games. So he's a, he's a uh, 
an important part of a roster. And it's not just this kid. That That is what college football is all about, doing your best. If your best isn't good enough, but you did your best, that's okay. And if you your best is something you can practice patience and perseverance in and get to the end, that's even better. So good job by him for being an example and good job by everybody uh, that exemplifies exactly what I'm talking about. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. It's a Tuesday, so that means it's the best day of the week for you if you like sandwiches. Tagliari Tuesday, presented by Tagliari Deli. Tag is right down there on the corner of Higgins and Beckwith here in Missoula. They have awesome, awesome, delicious sandwiches. I had a Beach Boy the other day. It just keeps me coming back for more. It's one of my favorite sandwiches on the planet. I'm a big sandwich guy. <laughs> Surprising, I know. Uh, but it's a, they have a delicious menu with all sorts of different varieties for your taste buds. If you like them spicy or you like them sweet, you like them vegetarian, Whatever you want, Tag's got it for you. They also have a wonderful selection of old country wine and a whole bunch of select and custom uh, Italian-style goods. I get my pastas there. I get my oils there. It's a great little market there uh, just next to downtown Missoula, just up on Higgins and right there by campus. Tune in every Tuesday for your opportunity to win. Tagliari here on Nuanas Now, including right now, 406-888-1029. Caller number 3406 406- Triple eight one zero two nine. We have a $25 gift card for you to Tagliari Delicatessen here uh, in Missoula. 406-888-1029. Tune in every Tuesday for your opportunity to win 25 bucks, including right now. Tag Tuesday presented by Tagliari Deli in Missoula. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. A fascinating discussion on when a wholesome marketing campaign goes awry. How much is too much when we exploit the tragedies of someone's life? How important is having a branded home as a college football team? And how important is it to have a cross-country coach when you're running at the Division One level? We cover all of it and more. A business angle, just an angle, presented by Blackfoot Communications, leads off hour number two. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.